Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. I am your host, Victoria Lynn. As always, we are here to talk about sustainability and the way that women are working to achieve the United Nations 17 Sustainable Development Goals. As International Women's Month is coming to an end and we prepare to celebrate Earth Month, I am joined by a very special guest. Coco Lee is the co-founder of We Are the General Public LLC, a climate-focused events production company that uses modern-day themes as vehicles to lead people back to soil and earth restoration. Not only are we here to talk about this unique organization, we're also here to talk about their first-ever regenerative gala. There is so much to cover today, so let's jump in. Coco, welcome to the Sisters in Sustainability podcast. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself? Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I really, um, I, I'm just overjoyed right now. I, I have been working on this with my partner, Joelle Provost, for about a year now. Uh, we were just doing our own thing on Instagram, and she found me through the hashtag regeneration. I'll tell you a little bit how I got into this. Um I was watching a Netflix show and came across an actor called uh, Natalie Kelly. I don't know if you know her or not. I'm not familiar, no. Yeah, okay. So like, she was in a Bruno Mars video and she like played in like a, some kind of like soapy show or whatever. Um, but she was in this like really cute Netflix show called Baker and the Beauty. And I loved her performance so much. I started doing research about her, came across these interviews where she was talking about regenerative fashion, regenerative agriculture, and um, how important it is. And that's how I got into this um, industry. Or I didn't even want to call it industry, but that's how I got into this culture. And so fast forward like two years, uh, Joelle reaches out and she's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, and we sort of just love bomb each other's pages um, and get into a conversation about what it would be like to have celebrities and designers and artists come together into one space to cross fertilize ideas. And so the Regenerative Gala was born. <laughs> Several months after that, we decided to make our relationship official. So we got an LLC and uh, we've been working ever since to make this event a reality. So can you tell us a little bit more about We Are the General Public? You know, I, I know you gave a little bit of background about how you got involved in this mission, but what it, what really is the mission? You know, how are you working to create a more sustainable future through this organization? Sure. So. We Are the General Public is, like you said, an events production company. And so we believe that the answers to sustainability, regenerative culture, climate change, like lie within gener the general public and our practices. And so our voice, um, like we have a voice, one, and two, like our voice deserves to be heard. And so we really want to reflect the um, current pulse of what's happening with people all over. Um, our mission is to use different themes like fashion or art or farming and agriculture to 
lead people back to soil through the events that we host. And so the Regenerative Gala is one event in our portfolio, but we'll be hosting multiple events and speaking engagements throughout the year. You know, in developing this organization, and of course, this event, as we're going to get more into it, has been a huge undertaking. You know, what has been the biggest obstacle that you faced in launching all of this? <laughs> so there have been a few obstacles. So jo- Joelle and I, we never met like in person. We Well, we didn't meet until quite recently. So developing all of this um it's a huge undertaking and to do it on Instagram (laughs) and like through Zoom uh, was challenging, but we really managed to pull it together. I think um, another challenge that we've been facing is just the faith that it takes to bring something into reality that's never existed before. And I think there's so much um, of that, like, like you have to create a certain type of architectural design for your goals. And we were able to pull from different organizations that were similar in some ways and had similar missions, but um, we were kind of working from scratch. (laughs) So uh, yeah, that was an obstacle, but I think we approached it really well. All right. So I'm sure everybody who's listening is dying to know, and I'm dying to know more. So what is the Regenerative Gala? What can the guests expect from this event? You know, what are your expectations for this event? Can you kind of give us a summary and uh, maybe a little tidbit of what it's going to be and, and what your hope for it is? Sure, absolutely. So we're really excited about this event. So the Regenerative Gala really focuses on regenerative fashion and regenerative agriculture. And we, there are, I would say four main components to the evening. One is our ethical runway show where we will be featuring different regenerative and circular upcycled vintage brands that will and have created collections for this evening. So these collections will be, will debut and um, our guests will be a part of the inaugural unveiling of these, of these designs. So we're really, really excited about that. We're also having an art auction. So the art auction um, really involves artists who have taken on the challenge of creating art with a certain theme in mind. And that theme is being, you know, rigid. how do regenerative materials and um, wastefulness play into art development and creation? And so there's a lot of waste that goes into art making and production. There's a lot of plastics that go into it, a lot of non-recyclable single-use materials. And so our artists are confronting this topic that isn't really talked about in their industry. So we're kind of spearheading that space there. The third element is our panel discussion. We've invited a DT Meyer, who's a fashion journalist, um, talks about a lot of these same issues, um, and as well as the intersectional environmentalist, who is, um, it's a group, are you familiar with Green Girl Leah? I am. 
Oh, perfect. Okay, great. Yeah. So her organization is called Intersectional Environmentalists and she has a book out. And so they are sending one of their representatives to come and we're hosting a panel discussion. So uh, we'll be able to actually talk about some of these things that we're seeing and experiencing and um, how it relates to us and what's next, right? And the final component is the food. <laughs> because that's important. So we have a plant-based chef who is on board and we're working with different regenerative farmers and manufacturers to bring together really amazing, uh, a really amazing culinary experience for our guests. This is incredible um, to hear how much and how many layers I think go into something like this. And you've really covered off a lot of basis of, of what it means to live sustainably and to impact sustainability in our world. But as always, the goal for the Sisters in Sustainability podcast is to not only promote sustainability, but to relate the work that women are doing to help further and achieve the sustainable development goals. This week, in talking about land restoration and talking about all of the amazing things that you're going to be doing with this event, uh, we're going to be looking at Sustainable Development Goal 15, which is life on land. And the targets for this goal include uh, ending defore deforestation through sustainable forest management, reducing and preventing the spread of an impact of invasive species, uh, protecting and providing safe havens for endangered species from uh, poaching, and of course, taking action in protecting biodiversity and biological integrity in diverse biomes around the world. And a huge part of that is, of course, agriculture, you know, what we take from the planet to create our products being careful consumers. So as we look at the impact that humans have on the planet, we can see a direct correlation between our growth in the expansion and the loss of biodiversity and green spaces around the world. And of course, according to the United Nations, 90% of deforestation is due in part to agricultural expansion. So as we progress as a species and our needs are growing for space and for food, we are faced with the task of taking care of our planet into our own hands. So as we're stepping into this new age of sustainable development, how do you see sustainability changing in the future? Oh, gosh, that's such a loaded question. And I'm really glad you brought up um, <laughs> all of these, these points because it's, it's really important. How I see sustainability in the future, I think sustainability is phasing off into something completely different. So right now, I mean, we've, we've heard about sustainability for the past maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 years. And the world is realizing that, well, the current situation that we're faced with, we can't sustain our practices. Like we can't sustain operations. Like we need to regenerate. And so that's why regenerative culture is so important because it's what you're doing with sustainability is you are uh, like managing, you're managing the amount of carbon emissions you have, you're trying to lower it, you're trying to lower water usage, or you're trying to offset. So like, if you're using a certain amount of water, like you'll like, I don't know, give back on the back end some type of way, or you'll, you'll, you'll try to like, 
you know, work it out where you're not really, you're using resources, but you're not creating that much of a problem. Um, but it's hard to manage that as your business scales. With regenerative fashion and regenerative um, agriculture, what happens is you give back to the soil in proportion to what you take from it. And so when you look at something that's regenerative, you're looking at something that um, can be extracted from the soil, carries nutrients and, 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 and vitamins and, and, and vital things that we need for our bodies from the soil. And then at the end of its life cycle, it can go back to the same biosphere without causing any harm. And so that is pretty revolutionary. It's, it's actually very ancient. Like I have to give credit to the indigenous populations that came before us who actually practiced this <laughs> and knew that this is the only relationship to the earth that we should be having, you know. We're starting to go back and embrace those practices. So um, that's how I see sustainability in the future. I think we're going to move from this model of just sustaining um, or, or maintaining the status quo to giving back to the earth and really enriching it again. There is so much beauty in what you just said, and it's a topic that... Um... I have brought up often, uh, I haven't had the opportunity actually on the podcast to talk about it yet, uh, but I know in, in doing promotion for sustainability myself, I've talked about how sustainable practices have been around for forever. And we really owe so much of what we've learned to these indigenous cultures. And so you make the most beautiful point of sustainability has been around. We just need to get back to practicing sustainability in a way that's going to be on a broader scale. And so I, I really love that. And with fashion being as large as it is and, and art and culture growing and expanding around the world, we are seeing the impact that, you know, single use, anything fast fashion is having on, on our planet and on our society. Um, but where do you see your business and the regenerative gala going in the next five years? Like what's the next step in your sustainable development journey? So we're really, you know, we want to be involved. We want to be the change makers um, that we would like to see in others. Like we want to be, and we want to uplift the voices, um, the everyday voices, you know, anyone who has an opinion, we want to hear it. And we're not looking for everyone to agree. We're not looking for everyone to have the same thoughts. Like we want diversity of thought and um, like steering away from extremism. I think sometimes when you care a lot about something, it's easy to go to one extreme or the other. And so what we've been seeing with climate change is that people who really care about it are kind of um, safeguarding the the community and like saying well you don't really measure up or this company doesn't really measure up um so we ban them we cancel them and what we're trying to do with the general public is saying okay hey you do measure up in some ways in some ways you you fall short just like me just like everyone else how can we strengthen the things that fall short how can we uplift them so we really want to go into businesses and and change those practices we really want to work on supply chain management and the the inception phase where you're creating a product. We want to think of the end cycle and end life of that product so that we already know when someone's done using it, it can go back to the biosphere like we talked about without creating any harm. 
So not everyone can attend the Regenerative Gala this year. Hopefully in the future, you know, we're going to see that expansion. I know that I'm already going to be looking for it uh, to snag myself a ticket for next year. Um, but what can we, you know, what can the average everyday person do in our daily lives to not only promote restoration, but take part in it for our planet? This, okay, I love this question because it's so practical. It's so, so practical. So I think something that we all can do is to start finding ways to actually give back to the soil, you know, and this can be in maybe composting your food. You might say, well, I already compost my food. What else can I do? Well, it could be in, I'm sorry. Um, it could also be in using fabrics and fibers and, you know, things that, are biodegradable, you know, things that aren't creating plastic waste and, and starting to let go of all of these things that we've grown up on and we've been so attached to and start just kind of releasing them from our lives. I think another thing that all of us can do is just continue to educate ourselves and really be in touch with um, what's going on with people. There was... Um, a post I saw on social media recently, and it was talking about how people are searching, people were searching like how to go zero waste a lot. Now they're searching it less and less and less. And what they're searching more, like what they're searching for now is how to go less waste. So instead of like going zero, they want to do less waste. And so for me, what that says is like people eat zero waste is perfect. Zero waste is like great, but people are like, look, I don't like, I don't know if I can be perfect in this. I don't know if I can like do this correctly. Like, I just want to do a little bit. So I say like embrace imperfectionism and just like continue to do what you can because you as the individual, you don't carry the brunt of like pollution and like the climate problems. Like you weren't the problem. You are not the problem. A lot of companies and legislation policy that is the problem. And that's what we need to focus on. So like, don't beat yourself up and don't try to be perfect. I love that. One of the things, the biggest things I should say that I advocate for are the simple changes that people can make in their daily lives. Because whether people realize it, like using a reusable water bottle, I'm obsessed with the company Nalgene because not only are they produced in the United States, but they use like 50% recycled plastic to make their bottles. They're, they're an awesome company that also gives back to different organizations and communities to support sustainable missions. And people don't realize that by using a reusable water bottle for a year, you help take out 156 plastic single-use bottles from production. So one simple change in somebody's daily life has a huge, huge impact. So you're so right in saying that it's just the little things. And I also love the point that you made about not being perfect because as somebody who tries to live sustainably and as sustainably, sustainably as I can, you know, I'm not perfect. You know, sometimes it's unavoidable that you're going to run into a single use plastic. So I, I really love that reminder of sometimes you just have to do what you can because that's going to be better than doing nothing. Um, and I, I'm so grateful that we've had you here with us today because it's been wonderful having somebody who resonates with the same mission and especially you know, closing out International Women's Month to see a, a business owner and somebody who's passionate about sustainability and creating sustainable change is wonderful. And you're a wonderful, wonderful precursor into Earth Month, which is 
all about making these simple changes and having that impact on our planet. So as we're closing out our interview today, I have one last question for you. And it is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to any person that wants to create positive change in the world? (laughs) So one piece of advice that I would give is that you don't have to be perfect. You just need to be present. And that goes for your dreams, your goals, what you want um, for the world. Like you should, you have to just show up. I love that. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be present. I think that's amazing advice and, you know, encouraging people to take action and in, in the change that they want to see. So thank you so much for those words, ladies and gentlemen, you can learn more about my new friend and <laughs> her organization. We are the general public by following them on Instagram at we underscore are underscore the underscore general underscore public. And you can also check them out on wearethegeneralpublic.com. Make sure that you never miss an episode and hit the subscribe button. Learn more about how you can achieve the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals by following us on Instagram at Sisters in Sustainability Podcast and at Sustainability Starts With You. Join the hashtag SisPodNation today and remember that sustainability really does start with you. Thanks for listening.